Welcome to season six of the My Study Journey podcast. My name is Catherine and I am your host. This season, we speak to past and present students hearing about their study story and especially what their future plans are. Listen to how their journey continues. Today, we have Courtney coming on the podcast. Courtney studied nursing at Southport and she's currently at Southern Cross University studying her Bachelor of Nursing. She did just win the Vocational Education Student of the Year for Queensland, which is quite amazing. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm really excited to hear your story. No, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Where are you from? I'm originally from Bristol, which is uh, in the UK, southwest town in the UK. Yeah. Beautiful place. Um, I was born there, grew up there, spent majority of my teenage years in Bristol. And then my parents decided it would be a fantastic idea to move me and my two sisters all the way out to Australia. Um, yeah. How old were you then? Uh, I had just turned 16. 16. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're like pretty big years too. Absolutely. There's a lot of transformations uh, happening. In the UK, you do finish your secondary schooling at 16 years old. Yeah. So for me, it was quite exciting. All of my friends were looking at colleges to apply to, to go to university yeah. or taking sort of a trade route out of school and I was moving to Australia. I was yeah. the envy of my whole school year, to be totally. honest. How exciting. Yeah. And they were, must have been very jealous. What was your understanding of Australia? I thought it was just going to be sun, sand, surf, 24-7. I imagined a really laid back lifestyle. And to be honest, that's what I found on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, we flew into Brisbane originally, did all the boring stuff like getting our tax file numbers and opening oh, yeah. bank accounts. And, and then we hired a car. We really had no plan. It was pretty ballsy of my parents yeah. to move here, to be honest. So I think with three teenage daughters and no real plan of what they were going to do. So yeah, I did all the boring stuff in Brisbane and then jumped in a hire car, started driving south and hit the Gold Coast, which as we know is only about an hour drive away and looked around and was like, I think we can call this place home for a little while and have never left my parents' own houses here on the Gold Coast. And yeah, this has been home ever since. We've got 7,000 kilometres worth of coastline here in Queensland. We are waking up at the third best beach in Australia. When you got here, what was your idea of what you were going to do? Like, did university cross your mind? Or were you kind of like, you know what, I just want to get into working, make some money and live for a little bit? Yeah, I think that I was feeling a little bit rebellious at this point in time. I'd finished my high schooling in the UK and then I thought that I was just going to come over to Australia like what you see on the TV on Ramsey Street, work in the cafe, um, go surfing. Female and male champions of the Summer Bay Surf Classic, Ziggy Astani and Dean Thompson. And my parents said, oh no, you have to go back to school. We finished school at 18 here in Australia. Yeah. So I had to go back to high school. I did like a month of year 11 and then did grade 12 to get my OP. It was something that my parents were really quite passionate about. They wanted me not to sort of fall at the wayside mm-hmm. with the transition from moving to the UK. 
uh, to here to Australia. They saw a lot of potential in me, probably more than what I saw in myself yeah. and didn't want yeah, to let me slip through the cracks. And it did spark my interest in to going back to do some sort of study. Yeah. And I did actually join TAFE in 2009 doing a diploma of hospitality and event management. Right. So you've gone to TAFE Queensland twice. Twice. Well, yeah. there you go. When the students are in, in the kitchens with us, I ask them to give us their recipes, their tips, their ideas. We want the little tips and hints from their grandma, their family, you know, the, the recipes that they're working with back home to allow it to be more familiar to them so they can enjoy it more. I've tried different things and then I found me calling in commercial cookery. Well, I went into that because I was currently working at a restaurant in Broad Beach um, here, nice and local on the Gold Coast. And a few of my friends that I had met in the industry had previous experience on a place called Hamilton Island. And a group of them were planning on moving to Hamilton Island to work in the hospitality industry up there. That is quite a popular place for not only Australians, but also people from overseas to go and work and experience. It's pretty, it's very much so. So yeah, I thought give myself a bit of an advantage. Let's study this on the Gold Coast at TAFE, Diploma of Event and Hospitality Management so that in my mind I would apply to Hamilton Island, I would get the job straight away because I was nice and qualified and then I would go and live the island life up on Hamilton Island. That was the plan and I succeeded in the plan. So I lived and worked on Hamilton Island for about four years. Four years? Yeah. So after Hamilton Island, did you come back to the Gold Coast? I did come back to the Gold Coast for a short while. Yeah. And then I decided that I wanted to go and work on super yachts in the Mediterranean. Wow. Yeah. How long did you work on a super yacht for? Just over a season, which was probably about eight months. Okay. Yeah. What's it like living on a boat? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you guys have probably heard of and seen that show Below Deck. I think I that is, is an extreme version of it. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's definitely all of those crazy adventures yeah. and more. So after the boats, where did nursing come into it? Where did you get the idea or feeling that that is something that you wanted to do? the beginning of 2020, I went to Japan on a snowboarding trip. So just before all of the craziness that COVID uh, oh, yeah. brought on us. Okay, yeah. Having a fantastic time in Japan, hitting the snow fields at a place called Hakaba. We had an awesome day of snow that had been dumped, which also brought with it a small sort of weather storm that was mm-hmm. coming through. So had an awesome day, decided we were going to call it a day because the weather was getting pretty hectic. It was getting quite blizzardy out there. At that point in time, I thought it would be a fantastic idea to have a little bit of a crash fall and a tumble, only for about waist height. It wasn't anything spectacular and completely shattered my arm. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, so it was sort of my shoulder joint. Got a a really quite big break where my bone, my humerus bone, shattered into about four or five pieces. So I am just looking at the (laughs) scar that Courtney has on her left hand shoulder and it is quite a long one. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it properly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, so I thought I actually dislocated it. 
But it wasn't until about an hour and a half later when we trekked down to the clinic that the um, wonderful Japanese lady had taken an x-ray of my arm and she, mm. her, her words were, oh my God, very bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, right, it's hurting oh. quite a lot. Did that surgery happen in Australia then? It did, yeah. So you had to fly home yes. with a shattered shoulder. They did, they did very well by me. They sort of splinted it and I, I was wearing see. an abdo binder. So I basically couldn't move it, which was fantastic. Yeah. And I think that nursing came into it that, you know, I'd, I'd had no previous experience of the medical system, the hospital system. I don't have sick parents or sick grandparents mm. you know it's just something that's been out of sight out of mind yeah and having to go in it actually took me six days to get the arm operated on just having all of that sort of time to be able to talk to the nurses and to sort of you know it's just small talk and you're just trying to pass the time mm. but they're all just so very interesting their journeys of how they got into nursing what they were currently doing in their mm. nursing career, where they have been previously. You know, nursing is such a, a broad career. You can go down so many different avenues mm. that I was like, you know what, maybe I could do this. Medicine and biology had always really interested me. And just the way that these predominantly women, but I don't want to stereotype, but these nurses were making me feel, mm. you know, being able to lift me up when I wasn't feeling so great, being mm. able to offer, you know, wholesome advice. And yeah, it was just really amazing to see these people and how they can impact on one of my darkest days and my most vulnerable days how they could actually make me feel, mm. as well as being these absolute superstars that know so many different things about mm. everything in the medicine industry, yeah. really inspired me and sort of was like, you know what, maybe I could do this. Maybe it was something that I could look into and that's how it all unfolded, you know, through TAFE and finding out that you know, the courses were very flexible. It was some, it was a blended learning of online and on campus. You know, it was something that I could manage in my current physical condition. And yeah, being afforded the time with COVID happening and, you know, me losing my job was actually a blessing in disguise, I suppose, because I had the time to channel all of my energy into study. Seeing people that come through, um, start coming through on placements as a student, and then seeing them years down the track, running a ward, running a shift, it's awesome. It's a job for life. It's a rewarding profession, and you can take it wherever you want. Why did you decide to do the diploma and the pathway into university as opposed to doing the full university course? So I wasn't actually eligible for any HEX help oh, yeah. or anything like that, which mm -hmm. would have made university a very expensive option yeah. for me. Also, it was a longer duration. It was three years full time, yeah. whereas going through the TAFE pathway, it was 18 months full time. Yeah. Uh, it was something that I could afford. They put me on a payment plan, so I was paying fortnightly, I believe, for my course. So yeah, I think that the duration definitely was an influencing factor, 
you know, I had all these dreams and ideas that I think I could be a nurse and I was going to enjoy it. Yeah. But that wasn't necessarily, you know, the case. Mm. It wasn't guaranteed. Mm. So the 18 months, I think, was a, a good time frame to me to sort of gauge whether I was going to enjoy it and whether I was going to be capable of doing it. Yeah. And obviously the financial side of things as well. It was much more of a, an affordable option for me to do it that way. Yeah. And that's why we chose the TAFE pathway. When you were at TAFE Queensland and you were studying it, was the course what you had expected it to be? Yeah, the course, I think the content was pretty much what I expected. I think what I was really blown away by was the on-campus facilities that TAFE Queensland and specifically the Southport campus had. Mm. Um, I believe that they had gone through a huge multi-million dollar upgrade of all of their labs and their sim labs that they had there, yeah. as well as all of the just recognizing things that are in industry, you know, sort of all of the blood pressure machines, the beds that you see in industry, the bladder scanners and all sorts of things that, you know, as somebody that had never had any hospital experience, previous experience before, it was great to have all of these brand new machines and all the technology that was currently being used in industry mm. so that when I actually did go out on placement into the real world I was familiar with things it wasn't a foreign concept to me yeah. I felt that that really helped. Technology has grown exponentially so programs allowing students to do lots and lots. We did have the dummies I suppose that you would call them the the, the patient, yeah, that they have bowel sounds, they have heart sounds, breathing. Right. Yeah, you can increase the different rates. You can sort of give common lung sounds that you would be looking for if there was an obstruction or if they had sort of, you know, fluid on their lungs, which is fantastic. I don't know, you know, how you would experience all of those different sounds and feelings and yeah. scenarios if you didn't have that sort of simulation. So yeah, I think that it's crazy what technology can do. It's amazing. Seeing our students transition from being a new student walking into TAFE and then seeing them out there in industry as nurses and being proud of their profession mm. as well. And have you been working as an EN? I have, yes. Wow. Whereabouts are you working? My very first job was at an aged care facility, mm -hmm. uh, which I still currently work at. I did my stage three placement there. Right. And obviously they were quite impressed and, yeah. and offered me an employment opportunity, yeah. uh, which was fantastic. But TAFE is a very nurturing environment. I think that they are very aware that they do get a lot of mature age students like myself that are very apprehensive about adult learning and about mm. stepping into that student role again. And I found that, yeah, TAFE Queensland were very accommodating. They were very flexible. They just had many programs and opportunities for myself as a you know, returning student to enable us to have all of the equipment and tools that we needed to be successful in our TAFE journey. Yeah. And I think that was very important. I think a lot of us can feel quite lost and don't really sort of know what we're doing. Mm. Um, yeah, so to be able to have that sort of guidance was fantastic. Especially when you've been out of studying and you are, you know, a, a mature age student, so you're quite well established in life as well. Yeah. And 
it shouldn't, but it does kind of play with your ego a little bit when Absolutely. you go back to studying. Um, and especially when there's quite a lot of younger people around as well. So I'm glad that you had a good experience mm. and, and that you felt supported to do that. So. What were the teachers like? The teachers were awesome. I think it really helped that they, a majority of them, I would say, if not all of them, actually do work in industry. Mm. So when they talk to you about experiences and tell you stories, it's coming from a place of true experience. I was so lucky to have an excellent teacher. All the students who are willing to learn, he helps them a lot. I love the teachers at TAFE. Everything about them, every single one of them, they were like family to all of us. Everyone absolutely loves the teachers here. I feel like they were very relatable in the fact that they, you know, they might teach at TAFE Monday and Tuesday and then Wednesday to Friday, they're actually on a hospital ward or yeah. in an aged care facility. So, yeah, to have that sort of real life, real time experience through the teachers yeah. was great. I think it makes it more of a, a tangible thing. It makes yeah. it a lot more exciting to learn yeah. because you, you have that real experience opposed to somebody that you know, talks about the ideology of it and what, you know, ideally this is what would happen. And for them to be able to explain their journeys as well in the different areas that they have worked at, it could be ICU, it could be ED, they could have done, you know, rural and remote work. Some yeah. of them have done uh, correctional nursing and wow. just to hear all of those stories and yeah, to gain some insight into what there is out there and what yeah. could possibly be done is awesome. So if you did 18 months at TAFE Queensland, how much of your uni did that take off? It took off about 18 months. So I was under the impression that it was going to be a two-year further study mm -hmm. at university. But I think with just the way that the uni is structured, how the units are delivered, I think I'm also studying through the summer period, which has enabled right. me to sort of catch up a little bit. So the whole thing all equals to about three years of study. Yes, which is what it would have taken if I'd chosen to do the university pathway straight up. Yeah. But as we mentioned before, I've been working for just over six months in industry. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's really relevant because all of the skills that I'm learning and refining in my university studies, I am able to implement in industry mm -hmm. and see what this actually looks like in a real life patient scenario because... Mm -hmm you know, real life is messy and it's noisy and it's loud and it's yeah. great to be able to bring all of those skills into the real life scenario and see what works. Whereabouts in nursing do you want to go? Do you know yet? I think that I want to get emergency experience, like go down to ED. I like the fast pace sort of unpredictability I've really enjoyed that in my previous works, you know, in hospitality and event management. Yeah. And I think I would like it in nursing as well. I think that I would like to sort of see all the different broad variety of things that bring people into hospital. And I think that eventually I would like to follow in my mother's footsteps, who, as we mentioned before, is a midwife. She actually works rurally and remote in places like Darwin in the Northern Territory. Wow. Yeah, with Aboriginal communities. Queensland Nurses and Midwives Union President says nurse-led clinics in regional communities 
could help. So I think I would like to, yeah, get a bit of rural and remote experience and to be able to do that, I think that emergency medicine is really important as a prerequisite yeah. because the skills that, and the skill set that you need out there need to be a lot more refined because we don't have all of the support like we do here yeah. in our metropolitan hospitals and clinics. Probably do a lot more out there. Yes, yeah. and my scope of practice would be immense. Yeah. It would be awesome. And you get to see these beautiful, untouched places of Australia as well. Yeah. I never imagined seeing so many people from different cultures. I just fell in love with Australia at that point, and I think especially Queensland, like we spend majority of the time in Queensland further north. What's your future looking like? My future is looking bright, I would say. I think that after winning these Queensland Training Awards, I was very blessed to have been nominated Nursing Student of the Year through TAFE Queensland as well yeah. at my graduation. Pretty amazing that all your teachers that you had thought that you were that incredible. Absolutely. That they... I feel myself blushing yeah. right now, to be honest. But to be like I said, recognised in front of all of my peers at graduation ceremony was really, it really was something. Making me a bit emotional now, but yeah, to to really solidified, you know, the fact that, you know, I could do it and that I was thriving and not just surviving and that it was a good choice by me to, you know, take a, a leap of faith into this new career. won it for Queensland so mm -hmm. you were the vocational education student of the year for <laughs> Queensland. You did mention that you are being now put into another running. Yeah so it's like uh, we're now heading up to nationals. Yes. Yeah, out so of the whole of Australia. Out of the whole of Australia so it just gets wow. even bigger. That's going to be amazing. Absolutely. You'll basically get whatever job you want. I think yeah I think I <laughs> Truly, though, I think I don't understand the power that mm. this holds until, you know, it is written in black and white on my resume or mm. on LinkedIn or wherever that we put it, that, you know, this is a big deal and yeah. it helps me stand out from the crowd. Do you have any advice for any future students that are wanting to study not just nursing but anything? Yeah, my advice would be just take a deep breath believe in yourself and do it whatever hurdle or obstacle you might think is in your way Queens and TAFE will help you overcome that investing in yourself is the best thing that you can do throughout your life and knowledge is power and adult learning is just so much fun just mm -hmm. give it a crack you've got nothing to lose and even if it doesn't work out and you you know you find that you know, maybe this isn't for me, at least you've given it a go and I will guarantee that another door will open. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Courtney. Your story is amazing. You've got such an amazing background of being over from the UK, but then also having a lot of experience in Australia as well and then all your travels that you've done has really molded you into a really capable woman that is just ticking the boxes <laughs> and doing amazing things and getting awards for it so we're really proud of you and thank you so much for coming on the podcast my gosh thank you so much thank you for having me it has been a pleasure
If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.